Hi, I'm Ben Miller from University Relations here at the University of Wisconsin-Madison, and we're a proud sponsor of WIS Politics and WIS Business Podcasts. You're listening to WIS Business, the podcast, Wisconsin's business news source. Now, here's your host. Hi, everybody. This is Alex Mo here for WIS Business, the podcast. Today, I'm joined by Scott Suter, president of the Wisconsin Paper Council. Scott, thanks so much for coming on the show. Thanks for having us, Alex. Appreciate it. Absolutely. Last time we spoke, you were telling me about the chemical recovery boiler legislation that's been moving through the state legislature that would affect regulations for the paper industry here in Wisconsin. Could you just provide kind of the latest update with that bill for me and our listeners? Sure, of course. Um, The chemical recovery boiler reform legislation we've been working on with a whole host of coalition partners um, has been moving its way through the legislature. Uh, We received some um, very good news from the uh, Senate Labor and Regulatory Reform Committee just the other day. It did pass that committee five to zero, so it was unanimous support. And I think that's a testament to the fact that we have such a wide, diverse coalition Um, supporting this legislation, which includes economic development associations, uh, labor, uh, labor unions, um, you know, industry partners, and other uh, coalition trade association groups that are supporting this. It's a a very um, diverse uh, group of of not only individuals, but organizations statewide that believe this uh, reform legislation is important to the industry, but also important to the environment and also important to safety of the workers, um, all 30,000 of the workers that we represent. Um, you know, this is a major safety issue um, for them. And this bill will help increase the safety um, of those who are working on chemical recovery boilers. Great. Well, I'll have a link below the podcast for listeners who want to check out my previous reporting on the subject and get some more details about that bill. But briefly, can you just say what, uh, what is next for the legislation? Sure. Well, we are anticipating, um, we've had very good conversations with the chair of the State Assembly Jobs and the Economy Committee, Um, very good conversations with committee members, both Democrats and Republicans as well. Um, So we are um, looking forward to a public hearing, uh, hopefully very soon in the State Assembly, and uh, also looking forward to um, a potential floor vote in the State Senate soon. Uh, no confirmation on that, but we've had very good indications um, because there's been no opposition to the bill. And because we've got such a diverse um, statewide coalition supporting the bill, um, we do think we're very optimistic about the chances in both the state assembly as well as the state senate and uh, continue our conversations with the Evers administration. Um, We've had very good indications from them as well. So uh, so far, so good, but we're keeping track and we, we've got still have some education to do with policymakers, but a very receptive response so far from, from lawmakers and, and others in the administration. So yeah. earlier this year, we have unfortunately seen several paper mill closures here in the state. The Clearwater Paper Corporation announced it would be closing its mill in Fox Crossing. Kimberly Clark announced even earlier this year, be moving several hundred jobs from Wisconsin to Chicago sometime next year. I'm hoping you can provide some context for that. Are some of these closures due to conditions of the pandemic impacting the paper industry here in the state? And are there any other factors at play you'd like to highlight? Well, Alex, each situation is of course different. 
Um, you know, our, our, the companies that we present, many of them are international companies. So some of these are business decisions, but, you know, the COVID-19 pandemic clearly has had an impact on our industry and it has affected um, the Verso closing. Uh, it's the major reason that, that Verso lists as closing their Wisconsin Rapids mill. Now they still have some operations there and they're still in negotiations in terms of a possible sale. So there's hope on the horizon, but our task is not only to assist where we can, um, but also help those workers um, you know, who have been displaced. But in terms of the overall industry, yes, the pandemic has affected almost every sector of our industry. It's been a struggle. And that's obviously, that's been a struggle for um, manufacturers throughout the state. Um, but you know, our, because our industry is so diverse and very diversified, um, you know, we have been able to, um, you know, get through the pandemic, um, make certain that safety is job number one for, for the workers in the industry. Um, but there are challenges. There's challenges ahead. Obviously, transportation challenges. Um, we, you know, we're, we're like any other manufacturer, we're, we're trying to navigate um, the manufacturing challenges and the transportation tra challenges um, in terms of our supply chain. Um, so, but because our industry is not only um, forward thinking, um, but also very technologically advanced um, and, uh, you know, it is, utilizes best practices, we've been able to meet those challenges and we're still the number one paper producer in the entire nation. Um, and we're, we intend to keep that despite um, the COVID-19 pandemic. Great. Well, that provides some really good context for that. I, uh... I definitely, I definitely see the the response of the paper industry to some of these challenges, like you said, that are affecting so many different aspects of the state economy here. And you touched on the transportation and supply chain issues, which is something I've been keeping an eye on. That I've been covering things related to that and hearing from folks talking about those supply chain challenges. Can, are have paper paper producers here in Wisconsin been making any strategic shifts to kind of adjust and respond? Can you provide any examples or, or point to how businesses are sort of repositioning or, or adjusting to deal with those challenges? Well, it, it really depends on, on the business sector, of course, but, you know, trucking challenges are out there. There's, you know, driver shortages. Um, it, that's, we're all impacted by that. Um, you know, we, we are working with our rail partners to make certain that, you know, there's access uh, to both rail as well as um, yeah, as trucking, you know all of those shipping um, capabilities. It, the entire industry is experiencing not only increased costs um, but challenges with regard to getting goods not only to the mills but also to market. So, um, but our industry is meeting those challenges. Um, we have very good strategic plans. Our companies are, are responding, and uh, I will say this in terms of the overall industry. Um, our industry has been retooling. Um, not only is it diversified, but there are successes that I, I think get lost um, sometimes. Uh, you know, in in the throughout the pandemic, we've had Green Bay Packaging, um, which has you know created and and built the very um, first mill within basically a generation. Um, that's a new mill. They didn't have to build in Wisconsin. They chose to because they love Wisconsin. Um, and they invested that $500 million in Wisconsin, and that mill is up and running. 
and producing. And uh, it's a success story, not only in terms of the mill itself, but the sustainability and its effect on the environment as well. Um, ND Paper, $189 million investment in Biren, and they're making another investment in Sturdivant. So uh, there are successes out there. Um, you know, there are opportunities out there, certainly with Boxboard um, and, and other research and development that's going on in the industry for the future. So I, you know, I don't want, you know, your listeners to be left with the impression that um, there's false narratives out there that paper is dead and paper is somehow dirty um, and that the jobs are so-so. None of that is true. Our industry is very technologically advanced, incredibly sustainable. Um, and, you know, we, we care deeply about the environment. So, and the jobs, the jobs are very well paying. Um, we do suffer some workforce challenge issues because we need to attract, you know, new talent. Um, but, you know, those jobs are fantastic jobs for the future. This is not your grandfather's paper mill anymore. Well, fantastic, Scott. I really appreciate you highlighting some of those successes and the positive sides of the conversation as well, because I agree that does kind of get lost sometimes. But I appreciate you providing some context for those ongoing challenges that are affecting paper, the paper industry here, as well as many other industries. You've been listening to WIS Business, the podcast. Now stay tuned for word from our sponsor. Hi, I'm Ben Miller from University Relations here at the University of Wisconsin-Madison, and we're a proud sponsor of WIS Politics and WIS Business Podcast. Did you know that almost 80% of UW-Madison's in-state students return to live and work in Wisconsin in the years after graduation? And almost half of all UW-Madison alumni are current Wisconsin residents. That's just one way we're driving our economy forward. UW-Madison is working for Wisconsin.